Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Strong Mamas and Macros podcast. I am your host, Natalie Guevara, creator of Moderation Through Macros, founder of Strong Mamas and Macros, as well as a certified personal trainer, nutrition coach, and yoga teacher. I created this podcast to offer you tips, strategies, and tools to help you find your strength from the inside out through mindset, exercise, and of course, nutrition. Stay tuned for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Um, I hope you can hear me okay. I'm actually sitting out on my screened-in porch to enjoy a little sunshine, enjoy a little fresh air, (laughs) protected from the pollen, um, as I record today's episode. So today's episode is piggybacking off of the last episode talking about protein. Today, we're actually talking about carbs, one of my favorite topics. But before we get started, I just want to remind you of the Macros Made Easy Masterclass. The Macros Made Easy Masterclass is totally free. It is happening Thursday, May 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern. You can go to updogwellnessandfitness.com backslash or forward slash, sorry, webinar and join for free. So make sure you join in on that. It's going to be on Zoom. It's going to be tons of fun. I've got a slide presentation. I have packed it as full of information as I possibly can. And I'm going to give you the opportunity for a little Q&A as well. So Hope you will join in on that. If you cannot make it live, I will be sending out a recording the day after, uh, but you'll miss out on the Q&A. So try to make it live if you can. All right, so let's talk about carbs. Um, Carbs are a hot, hot, hot topic that I'd love getting people stirred up with. And so let's discuss, you know, what's going on here. Carbs, are they friend or are they a foe? Um, Carbs are your friend. Carbs are your friend. Let's just start off by eliminating that foe. Uh, Carbs are your friend. I talk to women every single day that have struggled with restriction from carbs. They have struggled with binging. They've struggled with cravings and all these things from trying to do unsustainable things where they completely eliminate carbs, whether it is the keto diet, whether it is just going low carb and doing fasting and things like that. Uh, We want to eat carbs. We want better carbs not fewer carbs. Uh, And, you know, it's a big mistake to start to avoid them. So let's talk about some things that happen when we avoid them. So eliminating carbs can cause poor energy throughout your day. Feelings of deprivation, which is one of the most common things that I see, this ultimately winds up in binging later. 100% of the time, uh, your meals don't happen in isolation. Binge episodes had something happen before you had the binge episode, which usually is restriction or deprivation, whether it's a couple of hours, whether it's a couple of days, whatever it is. uh, It's not just something that happens. And it's not something that is against you. There's nothing wrong with your willpower. There's nothing wrong with your discipline. There's nothing wrong with anything about you. It's just that we are depriving our physiology of something that it needs. And therefore, it's, you know, screaming at you, please, please, please give me the carbs, which is why we ultimately wind up binging on sugary carbs and things like that, because our body is asking for the fuel. Um, Eliminating carbs also cause anxiety and food obsession as well as mood swings. Um, Hello, we could all go with a little less of those as well as missed periods or fertility issues. I have definitely worked with tons of women in the past who felt like they were going into menopause only to discover that they were um, 
like we're just too low on carbs. And so once we got our carb ratio back, they had normal cycles, their hormones felt better, they were happier, they were healthier and had more energy. So um, that's a huge win for me. Finding your right balance, though, is the key. Finding the right balance of carbs will leave you feeling energized and they help you sleep. It will help with sugar cravings. It will help you in the gym. It creates happy hormones, um, which again is crucial for fat loss. But you know, you've also probably been in the situation where having carbs has also made you sleepy and lethargic and things like that. So finding the balance is key, but also, you know, finding the, the smarter carbs, the right carbs for what you need. Now, that doesn't mean that we're always going to eat, quote, the smart carbs, and we're never going to have indulgences or, or things just for enjoyment's sake. Uh, but we do want the majority of our diet to be made of or the majority of our the carb ratio of our diet to be made out of smart carbs. Very few people look or feel or perform their best on low-carb diets, not to mention the fact that it can cause long-term hormonal and metabolic damage, and that is a huge key here. Guys, you need carbs, um, you know, and, and we can talk a little bit about considerations with PCOS and hypothyroidism and all these things, but, you know, at the end of the day across the board, we all need a fair amount of carbs. We just need to understand how the carbs work with our physiology as well as our psychology and how we can do our body and our goals the best service in, in how we consume them. So um, so how do we look for smarter carbs? What is a smart carb? This is this is a big question that I get all the time. And you know, it's 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 a fault of my own for just being like, hey, you need to eat carbs and I need to do a better job of educating you on what an actual carb is, which is something that I do with my one-on-one clients and is something that I'm gonna do in the ma uh, macros made easy masterclass coming up Thursday, the 27th. So to start. What we need to do is look at what we're already doing and what we like about our routine. Aside from not consuming enough carbs, one of the next biggest mistakes that I see women making is trying to just do a complete overhaul. Okay, I need to just get rid of this, swap it for this, and doing all these swaps. There's infographics out there. There's even books out there that is like swap this for this and swap this for this. But let's start with where you are right now. Let's start by looking at what we're consuming and developing some awareness around that. Ways to do that, of course, are by tracking your food, tracking your macros. Um, you know, just as a side note, one of my best tips here when it comes to tracking macros in a tool like MyFitnessPal, which is just that, a tool, is to zero everything out. It's to zero everything out, especially if you have a history of restriction, if you have a history of deprivation, or if you have any anxiety around, you know, over-consuming, under-consuming, whatever, being able to start with just a blank slate is a great place to start. This will help develop awareness around where you currently are, where you naturally want to fall, and that is a great place to start, you know, building upon what's already working. I've been talking about it a lot recently, and I'm not going to quit talking about it. Uh, it seems really counterintuitive for fat loss to be working with addition versus subtraction. You know, we're thinking loss less, but you know, the game of nutrition, the game of nutrition, or the game of nutrition, the game of fitness, really is all about what we can build upon what we're already doing well. People make so many mistakes trying to feel like they need to fit into a certain box, feeling like they need to, to get these, these tools, these skills, these, um, these strategies to get into this box. And you do need tools. You do need resources. You do need skills. And you do need strategies. There's no doubt about it. Um, that is the only way we're going to get across any obstacles or resistances. However, in order to build upon, you know, 
in order to build up, we need to start with what we have a foundation in, right? Um, it's really hard to just, you know, completely go off and do, it's like learning a different, it's like learning a different language. Macro counting is a different language. And if you're not used to it, it can become really overwhelming and really frustrating at first. So start with where you are. If you're not interested in using a tool like MyFitnessPal, there are other trackers out there, such as Chronometer. You can use Fitbit. Um, you can use a good old-fashioned pen and paper, right? Um, that thing can become a little bit more challenging when we're looking at counting grams and things like that, but you don't have to start there. If you've never tracked any food, you can start with, you know, just having a folder on your phone and having, you know, photos of your food. And you can start to look at your portion sizes. You can start to look at, at the, the choices that you're making and start to build the mindfulness and awareness. We don't have to start tracking with grams and calories and all those things when we start with macros, right? Macro is short for macronutrient, which is just what our body needs in larger amounts. And so we're talking about protein, carbs, and fats here. And so yes, when we get into body recomposition, when we get into trying to to troubleshoot things, we are going to get to a point where we are tracking protein, carbs and fats and looking for that ratio looking for that balance that makes us feel and look our best. However, if you're just coming straight out of the gate, perhaps maybe just writing down what you're consuming in the carb, the fat and the protein category at each and every meal is a good place for you to start. You have to start somewhere. Another huge mistake people make, which obviously if you're listening to this podcast, that's not you, is just not starting at all. We have to start somewhere and it doesn't matter where you start. It just matters that you do. So looking at that. Um, and so, you know, then after you've started to build that awareness and looking at what you enjoy, looking at what's important, where I like to start is discovering what's non-negotiable, right? what is just non-negotiable to eliminate from your diet, because we're not playing the game of get rid of this, get rid of that, um, so on and so forth. But we can kind of adjust ways that we can substitute certain things for more ideal carbs. And we can look at ways that we might can, um, you know, change the portion sizes or the frequency or whatever of some of these non-negotiables. But if it's a non-negotiable, it's just that it's non-negotiable. If we start to eliminate non-negotiables, then that is just going to propel us back into that never ending cycle of uh, restrict and binge, restrict and binge. And so it's important to know what truly is non-negotiable for you. For example, ice cream is one of those things for me. And I occasionally will have something like Halo Top or a lower calorie ice cream or a protein ice cream. But there's a lot of times that I will have the full fat, the full whatever, you know, delicious ice cream. There's a, since we moved to Lexington, Kentucky a few weeks ago, there is a uh, ice cream place that's really close to us. It's called Grater's and they have this really delicious strawberry with these huge dark chocolate chunks in there. It's delicious, but it's also very rich and very, um, um, very indulgent. And so I will have, you know, a couple of, of large spoonfuls, so not a full on scoop, but a couple of large sp spoonfuls about every other day, um, about every other day. And that's one of my non-negotiables. I want to plan for that in my day. And so I make smarter choices around that because I know it's heavy in carbs. I know it's heavy in sugar. And so I have to keep that into consideration. This is not a strategy or a practice and restricting around that to quote earn it or to do an extra exercise, but it's an, it's an, a practice and some awareness and, and just being mindful uh, of what I'm consuming, how I'm consuming and when I'm consuming. All right. So we're looking at what we're already doing and we're substituting some 
not all, of the less than ideal carbs for more ideal carbs. And so this could look at, you know, whole grains, uh, quinoa, oats, etc. This is, you know, just in full transparency, become a little bit more challenging for me recently with the diagnosis of um, a gluten allergy. So I have to be careful and make sure that I'm consuming gluten-free things. But I can definitely have gluten-free oats and, and, and quinoa. I've actually been on an oatmeal kick lately. As a bonus, there's some protein there as well as uh, a lot of fiber. So that's been really great, especially for like a late morning snack slash breakfast before I work out. Beans. Beans are another great way to get in um, some some carbs that are that are healthy for you. Again, they also generally have some sort of protein content. So it's a win-win there. Sweet potatoes. You don't have to eliminate regular potatoes. That is a huge myth that we can go ahead and debunk here. Um, it, it came from the earth. It, it is a whole food. Is a white potato a little bit starchier than a sweet potato? Sure. But that doesn't mean that if you enjoy regular potatoes that you're not going to continue to enjoy the, um, you're not going to continue to enjoy the regular potatoes. Fruit, berries, all those things, great sources of carbs. Bean pasta, this is another one. So again, this doesn't mean, you know, this is one thing that that I have done in the past uh, when I was consuming gluten is have like 50% bean pasta, 50% just regular pasta. Uh, but, you know, bean pasta is another great way to sneak in protein. Last episode was all about protein. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that. Uh, but this is a great way to just get that in there and, and to swap out. Again, we're not saying that there's a bad carb versus good carb. We're saying less ideal, more ideal kind of situation. You can also start to notice what you look for with sweet treats and see if you can find an alternative or, you know, just start to, like I explained with my ice cream, try, try to change up your portion sizes. So if you're a big afternoon sweet fan, a lot of uh, the clients that I have and people that have worked with me in groups have started to learn one of my favorite tricks, and that is switching out afternoon sweets for a protein bar. Um, and I don't consume an entire protein bar anymore, but, you know, having one a really tasty protein bar that has a good amount of protein that you can just have bites here and there throughout your day is, is really, really good for getting a little bit of hit of sweet, a little bit of protein, and it can be really helpful in not feeling like you need to have a cookie or whatever. But I definitely will still have a piece of dark chocolate, a dark chocolate peanut butter cup, things like that. Um, can you make your own muffins? You know, uh, any kind of pastry or cookies using higher fiber flours. So using less sugars, using things like monk fruit or things like whalo or any healthy grains. Can you use, you know, some oat flour or things like that? Ways that you can increase your fiber intake, maybe even add some protein in there. Increase your protein intake while still feeling like you are, are being satisfied. Um, I've been recently making a lot of muffins with, with overripe bananas um, and oat flour and things like that. Um, um, some dried fruit, just, you know, keeping track of, of what we're putting in there. My fitness pal is as a great resource to create your recipe as you're putting things in there. So you can be mindful of portion sizes and still track your, your macros from that perspective. And then of course, dried fruit, um, can be a little bit of sweet without sugar added, of course, um, instead of candy, that's another great option as well. But a lot of, you know, figuring this out, figuring out preferences is experimenting, right? That's a lot of what nutrition is in general, is, is figuring out what works and what doesn't work, both from a prefer pre preferences standpoint 
as well as results, right? And so when we're tracking macros, what it's important to remember, and this is a lot of what I'm going to talk about in the masterclass, uh, Macros Made Easy, is that we can't just take these calculators, because our body's not a calculator, right? And come up with these arbitrary numbers and just, you know, do the same thing day after day after day. We have to be willing to take the feedback from both our bodies, um, as well as our, our psychology, right? Like, you know, I don't like this, this is not working for me. If you hate it, guys, you're not going to do it. Um, but being able to say, okay, I have done this input. This is the output that I got. Is it what I want or do I need to troubleshoot? And so sometimes this means changing up how we're getting to that number. Sometimes this means changing the number, adjusting our macros. Sometimes this means adjusting nutrient timing. There's a lot, lots of different avenues that we can take, but fat loss, our bodies or whatever, we're not slow cookers. We can't just set it and forget it. We can't just say, okay, I'm just going to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again if I'm not getting results. Of course, if we find something that works, then we want to maintain that consistency piece. So yes, that is a little bit of doing the same thing over and over and over again. But with our macros and our nutrition, that doesn't necessarily mean set it and forget it as well. Sometimes it means you know, changing up the numbers. Sometimes it means, um, you know, taking diet breaks. There's all kinds of carb cycles. There's all kinds of different aspects and not to get you overwhelmed um, here. I definitely am going to walk through this with slides with lots of information in the masterclass. So if you are at all interested in learning more about how to calculate your macros, how to track them, how to hit your macros, then make sure you join that masterclass. The replay is going to be available to everyone that signs up by 5 p.m. on Thursday, May the 27th. And so make sure that you get that. I'm not sure how long the replay is going to be available, not forever, because I don't, again, it's not just to set it and forget it kind of thing. Um, I want to tailor to your questions. I want you to be heard. I see a lot of women going out there getting overwhelmed by these calculators you know, not meeting themselves where they are and just getting getting started, which again, you have to get started. You have to be willing to mess up in order to learn. Um, but it can be overwhelming. And I don't want you being overwhelmed, confused or discouraged to be what stands between you and the life you want to live from a nutrition and fitness standpoint, as well as the way you want to feel and look. So again, just taking a look at, at carb sources, like where are you currently getting your carbs from and how can you change it up to make it a little bit more um, diverse even, right? So just switching it over. So we're, again, 80-20. 20% is our, is our fun carbs, but 80% of the time we are looking at whole grains. We are looking at, you know, even rice, brown rice. You know, I get that question all the time. Should it be brown rice all the time or can it be white rice? Let's go back to the preferences. If your preference is white rice, then we're going to get some of our carbs through the white rice. Um, and yeah, you can sprinkle in some brown rice, but if you don't like it, we're not going to force ourselves to eat it, right? So rice, uh, vegetables, sweet potatoes, there's all these different ways that we can start to just shift our mindset, shift our perspective of carbs. And then yes, still enjoy the occasional donut, still enjoy the occasional slice of cake, ice cream, whatever have you. So I hope this is a little bit um, helpful in shifting your mindset around carbs. Again, I would love for you to join me Thursday, May 27th for the masterclass. You can find that at updogwellnessandfitness.com forward slash webinar. Again, it's completely free. It's going, I've blocked off 90 minutes for it. I'm going to chat with you. I'm going to open it up for questions. Um, so I would love for you to join me. I'm actually going to have a little freebie during the, the webinar for you to download so that you can have a, a, a place to start calculating your macros, a place to start tracking your macros and all sorts of, of good gems to 
help you get started, to help you get started and to take action on the right path in a way that's going to feel satisfying and it's going to lift you up and make you feel super confident confident and successful in your nutrition and your fitness. All right. Love to see you there. And as always, if you haven't, join us in the Strong Mamas and Macros Facebook community. It's also totally free. You can get the link to that. Um, you can either search for it on Facebook or you can head to uptalkwellnessandfitness.com and there's a link that'll take you right there. I'd love to hear your feedback on this episode. Um, how you're going to start incorporating more smart carbs into your diet and maybe let go of some of the carbohydrate fear. All right. Have a great rest of your day, guys. I will talk to you again soon.